the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Uh, my friend Alan Rogers is producing the show today. And Alan, I always enjoy when you're producing the show because I enjoy uh, watching you react to what I say. You are I'm, fired, I'm a little man. bit fired up. I, I find it very difficult. I find it very difficult not to have feelings for this president that I am a, as an evangelical Christian and not allowed to have. And we're supposed to pray for our for leaders. other people. And our leaders. We're su- God has put them in place yeah. for a reason. And it is... I'm totally with you. It's so hard. Uh, I have, you see evil <laughs> facing you right and lying to you yeah. on a daily basis. I mean, the economic policies are disastrous. Ugh. The corporate policies are disastrous. Um, the real evil is what he wants to do with our kids, with you know, inculcating the lie of the LGBTQ movement and transgenderism into our culture and into our schools and stealing opportunities from from kids and really uh, consigning kids to a life of misery via the puberty blockers and the transgender surgeries. Um, I'm, trust me, more angry about that, but he doesn't spend a lot of time talking about that because I think that's those are policies that are foisted upon him by the puppet masters at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I don't think, I think if you sat down with Joe Biden, I, I'm not sure he could tell you what a transgender girl is. I'm not sure he could tell you. But his, you know, partisans in the White House are pushing him that way. And if he thought it would garner him one more vote to be where he should be on that issue, which is a boy's a boy, a girl's a girl, the two should be separated in bathrooms and locker rooms and private spaces. If he thought he could gain one more vote that way, he would go that way. He's such an idiot, he thinks that his position on that is a mainstream position. It is not. COVID did a lot of bad things. It took Donald Trump out of the White House. It's now given power to Joe Biden to ruin our economy because Trump would have sailed to a second term despite his mean tweets and his orange man bad persona. COVID did one good thing. It did one good thing. It woke us up to what's going on in schools. schools, It woke parents up to what's going on in schools. Absolutely. Speaking of, Big Walnut. That's a board that elected conservative board members. They're keeping or trying to keep the woke books out of Big Walnut. Last night, their Board of Education became what we think is one of the first ones in Ohio to say that their teachers can carry in the classroom. So school shooter, I wouldn't go to Big Walnut. You might be fired back upon. This, of course, worries the wokesters up there. If a teacher takes out a school shooter, you'll be glad they did. Good for you, Big Walnut School Board. This is allowed throughout the state of Ohio. Now, there are bond levies. And if you're wondering, no, I'm not done railing on Joe Biden yet. I just thought I'd give you a little local news here before I go back to it. Uh, Public schools in Ohio 
you know, they get their money from local levies, bond levies, income taxes. So we have some school districts that are putting levies on the ballot. Now, I am not versed enough to know whether or not these levies are worthy of your vote or not. I will just say some of them seem less worthy of a vote to me than others. In Pickerington, I know Pickerington is booming. I know they need probably need new buildings or they need to remodel their buildings. Uh, but I think it's a tough time to ask for an $89 million bond issue on your ballot. Now, they want a new junior high school. They want renovation of a current junior high school. They want to renovate central and north high schools. Uh, Now, the thing is, they're selling this, I'm sure, to their residents that if you pass this levy, we will also qualify for an extra $75 million dollars from the Ohio Facilities Construction Commission. So pass the $89 million, we'll get $75 million free from someone else. They've been rejected twice. This time they're asking for a slightly smaller levy, but still $89 million is not slight. Worthington Schools, combined bond issue and permanent improvement levy, $234 million levy. Just shy of two mills. Not two million, two mil, millage is what they tax the um, your property on. They want to reconstruct Thomas Worthington High School and renovate Kilbourne High School. Kilbourne, been there what, 25 years maybe? 20? It's been there for, that's... Maybe more? Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, but it's, these schools are palaces, not not Thomas Worthington. Oh my goodness, you go That's in, an old school. You go, in, you go in Upper Arlington and you're like, man, I wish I was a high school kid again. One of the Pickering schools, my daughter's basketball she assisted coach for the basketball team, and they played a game there. And I'm like, this is beautiful. And they yeah. want to renovate it? What's what's wrong with it? Yeah. Not enough TVs? or I don't know. It's ridiculous. Uh, voters in uh, Worthington last approved a levy in 2018. Here's the one that jumped out to me. Here's the one. Upper Arlington City School District. Are being uh, Voters are being asked about a 6.9 mil additional current operating expenses tax levy. You know, I said earlier, I don't know enough about these levies to tell you whether to vote yes or no on them. I can tell you right now, vote no on this one. Vote no on this one. Okay? The district said it would go toward daily operating costs. I'll make a deal with you, Upper Arlington Schools. When you fire every single diversity, equity, and inclusion officer in your district, when you get them off your payroll, then I will think about greenlighting the citizens of Upper Arlington to vote for your levy. Not until... I notice Olin Tangy's not on this list. Their administrative staff stinks of DEI employees. Stinks of them, okay? If you're in Arlington, the levy would add, get this, $242 to your tax bill per $100,000 of home value. Now, I lived in Upper Arlington last in 2002. I owned a very modest house over there in the uh, neighborhood that's a little bit north of Lane and a little bit mm, west of Tremont, okay? That's a very affordable neighborhood by Arlington standards, Ridgecliff, Redding, Woodstock, that neighborhood. 
uh, those homes now are probably $400,000 homes. I bought my home there in 1988 for $80,000. So Arlington Homes appreciate quickly. I can't imagine, and your home is not what it'd sell for. The value of your home is not what it would sell for in terms of tax purposes. So it's not like, you know, you got a million-dollar house, and you don't have to have much house in Arlington to have a million-dollar house. It's not like you'd get dinged for your million-dollar house. The tax value of it, I don't know how they calculate it, but $241 for every $100,000 of home value? Man, that's a lot of money to ask of homeowners in Arlington for schools that have consistently, over the last 10 years, plummeted in statewide rankings. I know when I bought in Arlington, it was buy in Arlington because your house will always go up because the schools are phenomenal. The schools are meh right now. Just meh. Very average by standards of good districts in Ohio. And I wouldn't give them a dime additional of my money until they stopped trying to cram the whole bathrooms for everyone concept down my throat. They violated state law. They knew they were doing it when they did it, and they did it anyway. So they're lawless individuals. All right, here's more Joe Biden. Maybe Joe's done talking. No, he's not. They want to double down on the Trump tax cuts for the wealthy, make them permanent because they're going to expire in 2025. They want to send jobs overseas where big corporations can, in fact, pay lower wages, increase their profits. Okay. You have to be an idiot, an idiot, to advocate for a 15% corporate tax rate and then say that making the Trump tax cuts permanent would chase jobs overseas. The Trump tax cuts brought jobs back from overseas. Okay? When you raise taxes on a corporation, moron, you are going to make those corporations either hire less workers, increase the cost of their goods, or look for a cheaper place to do business so their taxes are not as high as they are here. That has always been the way it is. That is always the way it will be. You are either an economic fool or you're a willful liar. In fact, I think you're both. I am pretty sure that you are both. So as we wrap up this week of shows, let me give you the Cliff's Notes version of Joe Biden's speech at the White House today. Uh, everything I'm doing is fantastic. You just have to stick with it a little bit longer, pay the higher prices that are a result of my policies. Republicans are evil. They'll ruin the country if you give them power. And uh, we're going to do fine in the midterms because I guess you're going to believe my lies. Things could get worse quickly if... A rail strike materializes. You say, wait, you were talking about a rail strike a month ago, and then you said it went away. And you said the Biden administration uh, orchestrated that dread for a rail strike by getting up from the table, calling the federal mediator back to Washington, ending the negotiations, and then swooping in at the last minute and striking a deal with a union that was never going to make Joe Biden look bad anyway. Yeah, that's what I thought at the time. Well, now it turns out, guess what? Guess what? The union people want more. They want more. And you know what? They might not be wrong in wanting more. This is a viewpoint expressed by Steve Moore today. 
on uh, Fox, and I got to admit, he might have a point here. I think the main story here is I think you're going to see a lot more of this in the months to come about, you know, the unions really agitating for higher pay. And in this case, you know, they kind of deserve it. And here's why. When you've got eight, nine percent inflation and you've got, you know, workers getting five percent pay raises, they're falling behind. And so uh, you've got this situation now where the, the unions want higher wages to keep up with inflation, which they deserve. The problem is when they get that pay raise, then get, what do the companies have to do? They have to raise their prices. And so we're in this kind of death spiral right now mm-hmm. of what's called wage, pro, uh, wage uh, price uh, inflation. Uh- This is the insidious part of inflation. Prices go up because the government has printed and spent too much money. An American rescue plan that didn't rescue America that didn't work. An Inflation Reduction Act that didn't reduce inflation. That was a green energy spending spree and a complete waste of $700 trillion. $700 billion. $700 billion. So... Unions who are in negotiation, contracts are ending. They need more money to pay their bills. Okay, let's give them the money. We can't afford a rail strike. Okay, now the costs of transporting goods to market via rail go up. So grocery prices go up. So you work at a corporation, you work somewhere, you need a raise. You need a raise, blah, 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 blah. This continues and continues and continues. You'll see it. And this phenomenon is explained by David Friedman who's one of the first employees at Google. He's a venture capitalist now, so he cashed in big at Google. But David Friedman explains here in pretty clear terms how inflation starts and then how it gets out of control. Everything doesn't inflate together at the same time. So the first thing we saw inflate was sort of hard commodities and soft commodities, things like energy and agricultural products and metals and so on. And those are easy because you can deflate them later. So, you know, the prices go up and down all the time. But then suddenly businesses start getting addicted to the revenue of selling higher priced commodities and they start to raise their prices. And then eventually their service providers raise prices. So the last part of the inflationary cycle is the services part of the economy. So now the accountants and the lawyers and everyone's wages start to go up. And when that happens, inflation becomes sticky. It's a lot harder to go back from inflation once everyone is earning 30 percent more and all the accountants and the lawyers and all the service providers that aren't selling a physical good are charging 30 40% more. And at that point, it's harder to kind of recede back and decline. In the, and that's why if you do it too late, if you start to raise rates too late, and, you know, yeah, now the, econ- the commodity prices are all starting to come down a little bit, but the services have already raised their prices. And so now this is becoming, uh, how do we catch it? How do we keep it from becoming a wildfire problem? Yeah, your lawyer rate raises his rates from $150 an hour to $175 an hour. Your accountant's rate goes up. Your, you know, these kinds of things. And then they're not going to dial that back. So Milton Friedman said it. There's one cause of inflation, government spending. Government spending and printing money. It was the case in the 1980s. It's the case now. And Joe Biden will not own it. Have you ever heard this guy say, you know, we tried this. It didn't work. Sorry. I, appreci- I, 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 I need your patience. I need your understanding. That is a lot better appeal to the American people than, have you ever seen a president do more than I've done in two years? I'm doing great. That is not a joke. That is a natural fact. Yeah, sure it is. Everything's fantastic. Don't you understand how fantastic everything is? No, you need to explain it to me again. You really do. You need to explain it to me again. Now, 
when the federal mediator pulled away from the rail negotiations and then swooped back in at the end, I forget what it was that the expediency of the moment, why they had to, in that moment, portray the rail strike as being solved. I don't know if it was a midterm election, if it was a if it was a primary somewhere, or if there was some major thing, inflation numbers were coming out, or there was something. But there was a reason at the time that it was expedient for them to, quote-unquote, solve the rail strike. Now people are saying that, well, at least people like me who see evil and nefarious activity and everything the Bidens do, that that was a head fake, that the unions never intended to settle for the deal that was announced at the time, that they always wanted more, but that this, this is the problem with dirty dealing in union negotiations. We've got a situation coming up where if we have a rail strike, it's really going to make things look bad, so we need you to say you're going to agree to this, and then we'll get past this moment in time, and then we'll come back and... We'll figure this all out later. Okay, fine. You're Union Joe, Scranton Joe, ordinary, own three beach houses, Joe Biden. Yeah, we'll do that for you, Joe. So then they come back to really button up the contract with the rail workers, and the rail workers go, you know, we got a lot more leverage if we strike before the midterms than we do if we wait until after the midterms and trust this knucklehead to give us what we really want. Now is when we have what? What's the one thing you're always looking for in a contract negotiation? Leverage. Leverage. You got the leverage. The union has the leverage right here because Joe Biden cannot afford a rail strike before the midterms. We have a rail strike and goods aren't getting to market and costs soar for goods that are already at market. So you know that happens. His most optimistic, most tone-deaf projections about the midterms are going to prove wildly inaccurate. So, they're getting a situation where they got 8% plus inflation. They got to get a raise of at least that to keep up with it. And if they get that raise, then the cost of goods is going to rise. Getting them to market, the cost of getting them to market is going to rise. It just underscores what I said before. This guy's the anti-Midas. The anti-Midas. I don't know what Midas spelled backward is. I hope it's not something uh, you know, profane or I'll get in trouble. I didn't, I didn't workshop it. But he's, he's Midas backwards. Probably not even a word. But everything this man touches is a disaster of epic proportions. I think he'll go down in history, although we don't have honest historians, we don't have honest brokers. I think he is very possible that he could go down in history as the worst president, certainly of my lifetime. And maybe since, I mean, I really don't know much before 1950 in terms of every single president, but he's the worst since Eisenhower. Easy. Hope to see you tonight at Genoa. Enjoy your afternoon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.